You're listening to a podcast from Services Australia. The coronavirus pandemic has created financial uncertainty for many Australians. You may find yourself stood down or retrenched from your employment or no longer able to run your business. You may have taken money out of your superannuation in order to help you make ends meet. All of these changes will have an impact on any family assistance payments you may be receiving. As we're balancing family payments, starting with family tax benefit in July and childcare subsidy in August, it's important to understand what and how to tell Services Australia about your new situation. Hi, my name's Hank Jongen, General Manager from Services Australia. I'm talking today with Justin Bott, an expert from the Financial Information Service, about how the recent changes to your life and work in 2020 can affect your family payments. We'll also give you tips about how to balance those family payments now that we're in a new financial year. Hi, Justin. Thanks for talking to us. Hi, Hank. Thanks for having me. Can you explain to us what family tax benefit is and who gets it? Sure. Family tax benefit, we also call that FTB, is a payment made by Centrelink to eligible customers who have children who are under 16 years of age or children who are between 16 and 19 and studying but not getting a payment on their own. The payment's actually made up of two parts. There's part A and part B, and families may be eligible for one or both parts depending on their circumstances. Okay, so eligibility for family tax benefit, as I understand it, is based on a family's adjusted income. There are two ways a family could choose to claim the payments, aren't there? And uh, I believe it's either as a fortnightly payment or a lump sum after the end of the financial year. Yeah, that's right. Before we focus on families who have chosen to claim their family tax benefit payments as a fortnightly amount, is there anything we need to tell people who are claiming their payments as an annual amount? Yeah, so we want families who claim their FTB as a lump sum for the 2019-20 financial year to know that they'll get a $750 economic support payment as well as their normal family tax benefit payment if they're eligible once the FTB claim is paid. The economic support payments are extra payments that are part of the government's response to the coronavirus pandemic. There are two payments, and the first was paid in April, and the second's going to be paid from mid-July. So in April, families who got their FTB A or B paid as a fortnightly amount, they got the $750 as well as their usual family tax benefit. But I want to make sure that everyone knows that this payment is also available to families who choose to get their family tax benefit paid as an annual lump sum. Now, in order to get the payment, a person is going to need to lodge their tax returns with the ATO and apply for the family tax benefit lump sum through MyGov. They'll get the 750 automatically if they're eligible for that FTB Part A or B. Now, if a person doesn't need to lodge a tax return, then they can still apply for the FTB lump sum They just tell Services Australia in the lump sum claim that they don't need to lodge a tax return and they give us the details of their income for the 2019-20 financial year. So if they do that, they lodge the application, they tell us they don't need to lodge a tax return, 
then they can still get that $750 economic support payment paid when their family tax benefit is paid. So remember, again, that the best way to apply for the family tax benefit and the 750 economic support payment is through your Centrelink online account through MyGov. So if you've chosen to claim your payments of FTB as a lump sum, then you'll be getting your payment after you and your partner have lodged your tax returns or told us you don't need to. This means how much FTB you get will be based on what your actual family income was for the last financial year, so what you get will be the right amount. It also means that any changes in your income because of the coronavirus will show up in your tax return and the lump sum should reflect your correct entitlement. If you're getting your payments fortnightly, though, it's based on an estimate you've given us of your income for the financial year. This means that any big changes to your income could change how much FTB you should have been getting. So what should families who are getting their payments fortnightly be thinking about if their incomes change because of coronavirus? Yeah, so families who are getting their FTB paid fortnightly are getting those payments based on the estimate of their adjusted taxable income that they've given us in the current financial year. So this means that anything that can significantly impact on that income, like, for example, getting the JobKeeper payment, which is the $1,500 a fortnight in wages that they get from their employer, that's going to change their estimate and possibly change their eligibility for FTB. So I highly recommend that people who have asked to get their family tax benefit payments paid fortnightly and have had a significant change in their income go to the Centrelink online service as part of their MyGov account or their Express Plus Centrelink mobile app and update their income estimates for this financial year as soon as possible. If people get the childcare subsidy as well as FTB, they don't need to worry. They only have to update that information or that estimate once for both payments to be affected. Have you chosen to get your family payments as a one-off lump sum when you lodge your tax returns? If you have, you'll get the additional $750 economic support payment at the same time. To find out more, visit servicesaustralia.gov.au slash COVID-19. Okay, now we've both used the term adjusted taxable income. Um, so what does that actually mean? So Services Australia doesn't assess income the same as the Australian Taxation Office. And there are things that you might be eligible to claim with the ATO that's going to reduce your taxable income. Or there might be other sources of income that the ATO doesn't look at that are actually treated differently for family tax benefit and childcare subsidy. So while those income arrangements might help you in reducing the tax that you pay, they're not going to be treated in the same way for family tax benefit. And two examples I can think of straight away uh, things like negative gearing from an investment property and salary sacrificing to your superannuation fund. Now, both of those arrangements are potentially going to reduce your taxable income and reduce your tax bill, but they're still counted as assessable income for family tax benefit. So in practice, that means that although the ATO takes that off your income, Services Australia just adds them right back on. Um, another issue that people need to be aware of is if they're choosing to access a lump sum from their super fund. Now, in an earlier podcast, we talked about the ability to access up to two lots of $10,000 from your super fund. 
is what you're saying that if a customer takes ten thousand from their super as an early release payment, it will change their assessable income for family tax benefit? Now, normally that would be the case. So normally if you choose to take a lump sum out of your superannuation, it is going to change your estimated income. You do need to report it to change your estimated income for family tax benefit and childcare subsidy. But the government has actually said that in response to the pandemic, this early release of super is not going to be treated that way. So if you do meet the criteria for the early release of super and do take that up to the $10,000 out twice, you don't have to change your estimate. You don't need to report that for family tax benefit. Okay. And are there any other things we need to know about coronavirus and its impact? There are a couple more things that we want families to think about. Uh, firstly, if you're getting family tax benefit and you've applied for job seeker payments through Centrelink, you need to be aware that both the job seeker payment and the top-up coronavirus supplement that people are getting, they're both taxable incomes. And if you're getting job seeker payment from, sorry, if you're getting job keeper payment from your employer, not the job seeker, but the job keeper from your employer, then this is also a taxable payment. And what that means is that these payments needed to be concluded in your estimated income for this financial year. So I've got new sources of income. I need to change that estimate. Many people updated their estimates for the last financial year, 2019-20 already, which is great. But we're moving into a new financial year now, 2020-21. We need to update that estimate for this financial year as well. It also means updating your estimate online. Now, we have some online guides on our website, which will step you through how to do that. So that'll make it very easy for you. We also need families to be aware that free childcare is ending in July, which means the childcare subsidy will restart again. Actually, I'm glad you made that point, Justin. Um, for a few months this year, people were getting free childcare during the pandemic. This means the government was funding childcare services directly rather than Services Australia paying childcare services based on the family's childcare subsidy entitlement. What do people need to do ahead of childcare subsidy restarting on the 13th of July? So there are a few things that families should do to prepare for the childcare subsidy starting again. And the first thing to talk about is what actions the families need to take. And there are two groups of families we're talking about here. There are the people who are getting childcare subsidy before the free childcare period and those who are new to childcare who've only just started when the whole thing was free and weren't actually involved with it beforehand. So for the families who are getting childcare subsidy before the 6th of April when it became free, they really don't need to do anything for their subsidy to start again, provided they remained or they stay eligible. For families who only started using childcare while it's been free, they haven't really been engaged with this process before. They've never had to go through that claim process. So they need to claim that childcare subsidy as soon as possible if they haven't already, because they're going to face the risk of not actually being eligible if they don't get that claim for me. And so we want them to get that happening nice and quick. The next thing is making sure families have stayed eligible and that they'll get the right amount of childcare subsidy from 13th of July. We've actually put together a list of five things families should check. Broadly speaking, they are, one, that they've given us their 2021 family income estimate. Secondly, that they've reviewed and updated their activity hours. Three, they've made sure their child is up to date with all their immunizations. Four, their child's enrolment dates are current. And lastly, that they've confirmed their 2018-19 income if they got a childcare subsidy for 2018-19. So families can find out more information about this by going to the website, Services Australia, 
www.gov.au forward slash childcare subsidy. And finally, you may have heard that the activity tests for families affected by a coronavirus may be eased from where childcare subsidies start again. We'll have more information about that on our website soon, so please keep looking at that website and watch for those updates. Okay, so now that we're at the end of the 2019-20 financial year, Families will be lodging their current tax returns. This means that Services Australia is about to start what we call balancing their payment of FTB and childcare subsidy. After every financial year, Services Australia begins balancing a family's payments. This means the agency compares the estimated income a family's fortnightly payments were based on against the actual income shown in their tax return. This is to see if they were paid the right amount during the year. So, Justin, what does that mean for people receiving fortnightly payments of FTB and childcare subsidy? Yes, so as you said, Hank, at the end of each financial year, Services Australia balances the FTB and childcare subsidy payments of of a family to make sure we pay them the right amount by comparing the estimate of the income that they gave us through the financial year with their adjusted taxable income for that financial year as shown in their tax return. Now, in order for Services Australia to balance someone's payment, we need to have their tax return. So they need to lodge their tax return or tell us when they don't actually need to do that. So as I said, families can do this all online. There's no need to call. Just visit servicesaustralia.gov.au forward slash balancing and you can get more information there. Also remember, if you can, wait to lodge your tax return until all of your information has been pre-filled with the ATO's MyTax. And so this is going to happen about the end of July. So I can understand that there are people that might be eager and want to get that claim in as soon as they possibly can, but the ATO is actually asking people to wait. Because if you wait, hopefully the information is already going to be there, your life will be easier and it will be more accurate. Waiting helps make sure you don't make any mistakes and you don't have to correct your tax return. Now, the ATO has told us that they know from previous years that those early birds who lodge their tax returns in the first weeks of July are far more likely to make mistakes or miss important information. So they suggest waiting and let ATO do most of the work for you so that you don't have to go and get all those documents yourself. Now, when we balance payments, there are three possible outcomes for a customer. Either they'll get a top-up, there'll be no change or there'll be an overpayment. It's important to say the vast majority of families are going to get a top-up or there'll be no change. Once those tax returns have been lodged and the payments are balanced, if we didn't pay enough, a top-up payment is going to be made into your bank account. We'll write to you and let you know your outcome. If you've received your letters online, please keep an eye out on your MyGov account because you'll see it there. You can also check if you've had any top-up payments by logging into your Centrelink mobile app. Has coronavirus caused a change in your income? If it has, it's even more important for you to check your income estimates for this year. You can do this using your Centrelink online account through MyGov or the Express Plus mobile app. We've actually been balancing family payments since 2001. So most families are familiar with the process and know what outcomes they're going to get. And most people will have a top-up payment or no change. And then on top of that, we'll pay them as soon as their balancing is finalised. What happens if it looks like we paid you too much? Well, that is an important question. If a person's fortnightly payments of FTB were based on an estimate that was lower 
than their actual adjusted taxable income. Or if they've had a change of circumstances during the year, then it's possible that we've paid them too much and they may have a debt. But if it looks like you have been paid too much FTB and childcare subsidy, you won't need to pay anything back immediately. Services Australia has hit a pause on raising some debts, including balancing debts for FTB and childcare subsidy at the moment, so nothing may happen straight away. There's nothing anyone needs to do after they've lodged their tax returns if they think they may have received payments they're not entitled to. We'll send these families a letter once that debt pause is stopped. If someone needs to know more about balancing their payments, what should they do? First thing is visit our website, servicesaustralia.gov.au forward slash balancing for all the information about what you need to do to balance your payments. I also really encourage people to use the what families need to do at tax time tool that they're going to find on the Service Australia website to get information to help them and work through all the processes. You can also ask us a question on social media. Find Family Update on Facebook or Twitter. Don't forget that you can find out how balancing works and what you need to do at the click of a button. Visit Services Australia at servicesaustralia.gov.au slash balancing. There's a great tool called the Tax Time Checker, which will provide you with information matched to your family circumstances. Well, Justin, thank you again for helping us out with all of this information. And thank you for tuning in to this special podcast series. Please note, the information discussed in this episode is current at the time of recording. Until next time, goodbye for now. You've been listening to a podcast from Services Australia. For more information, visit servicesaustralia.gov.au.